You read the Bible, Greg. Talking to me? I'm a law Wait, wait, let me, let me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. So what you want? Jesus freak. Got a bad feeling about this. King Kong ain't got shit on me! Do I really look like a guy with a Oh wow! Thank you for that. <sighs> oh well, sorry I was <clears throat> sorry I was late to the meeting. I was ripping the ripping the vape pen. You know what I mean, Chris? Is that a euphemism for jerking off? <laughs> In this context, yes. Chris, have you gone to a dispensary yet in Bangor? No, never. Why? Just curious. There's only there's one like down the road for me in like Orno or something. I figured Orno would be a great spot for there to be one. It's called like New England, whatever. Right. New I thought you were moving. I am. When? Saturday. As you can see from all of the boxes right there. Where where are you moving to? Five minutes down the road to Old Town. Are you guys getting a house or an apartment? Apartment. Nice. We're not rich people. When when do you move? When? Yeah. Saturday. Oh nice. I move on the twentieth. That's cool. How pumped are you? I'm very pumped. Yeah. You already choose what room is going to be on yours. On the 20th, and you still have things hanging on the walls. Yes. Well, well, we can move into our new place on the 20th, and then we still have the lease of this place until July 8th. So. That's an odd day to have a lease until. The 8th. Yeah, and isn't it usually like start at the first of the month or something? Uh, I don't know. And it had it had something to do when like we re-signed. Whatever. So I don't know. We're like overlapping by a month. Oh, so you have a month to move your shit in? Yeah, we're moving all the big stuff on Saturday, but we still have all the small stuff that we can get out of here. Like that whole entire month. So we're just moving the essentials on Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Are you going to live in your apartment now and Alyssa's going to live in the new one? I haven't. Vice versa, right? I haven't said anything yet, but yeah. <laughs> Nobody's been informed of this situation, but it's been a thought that's passed my mind. Chris, uh, why haven't you packed any of your stuff? Oh, I thought this was clear. You're <laughs> moving. <laughs> I'm staying here. Where in Old Town is Chris's the apartment? Right off of Stillwater. Right off of Stillwater. Okay. Okay. So it's like over by where the um. Like by Hannaford. Is it is it past? Yeah, Hannaford it's like before? it's like past Hannaford a little bit. On the right or left? Um, it branches off of there. So the Stillwater River is like right here. 
Yeah. You take it left down a side street uh-huh. or halfway down the side street. You go down a little more. There's the school right there. And then okay. Stillwater actually runs. Like it runs into Stillwater. So technically not on Stillwater, but right off of it. What's the street name? I have no idea. You don't know where you're moving to? No, I know physically where I'm going. I don't know the address. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I've been in that area before. It's a dump. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hot as fuck. Just kidding. The third Are you, floor place. You're on the third floor? Yeah, it sucks. Good luck. I, I'm, I can't wait to move out of the third floor. It's fine. It's 100 bucks less a month, and the apartment's awesome. like three times nicer. So. Nice? Yeah, nice. Is, Is it, it bigger? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's not as tall as this room that I'm currently in, but the apartment has more, like, square footage. Doesn't many... that give you some uh, cause for concern? Why? You're getting an apartment that's three times the size, but for $100 less. But that's the... Not really. It's the difference between Old Town and Orno, though. Not particularly. It's not like it's not actually three times the size. Dude, you're really because like, you're like right off Main Street, aren't you? Like, you're, yeah. don't you live on the He's street? He's on where... Main Street. Yeah, I'm like five minutes down the road from Pat's Pizza. Yeah, you can walk there. You're right? Not even. Five minute walk, maybe. Yeah, like that's probably why you pay as much as you do now, just because the location. Well, just main real estate management. I mean, we talked to the lady. It's kind of like an ideal situation because she lives on the first floor, like, and she's the one who takes care of the entire building. Yeah. <laughs> she's just kind of looking for good tenants. Nice. The That's people, cool. The people who uh, lived there before, she, Alyssa got the keys today. And people who lived there before were just moving out. And she ran into them and said that, like, hey, just what are the ins and outs of the apartment? And they kind of had, like, a back and forth. And they gave her their number just in case they had any questions about the place. Mm-hmm. So. Is it haunted? That would be my first question. I don't care. Hundred bucks. How many less people have been murdered here? I mean, the more the better, right? More the merrier. Less nice. <laughs> yeah, we found our place just because Rachel happened to ask our next landlords about a weed that was growing in her yard. Weed or a weed? It was like, a weed. A, a weed. weed. A type okay. of weed. Yeah. Like, like a type of weed, or like, like, like an invasive species weed. An, an invasive weed that you okay. might use. Was it a dandelion? It was not a dandelion. It was a was purple. It, it was a purple flower. Wasn't crabgrass? You guys are asking all the great questions. It was not <laughs> crabgrass. It was a purple flower. Oh, lilacs. Yeah, it was a lilac bush. <laughs> lilacs, those fucking weeds. But yeah, come to find out, the woman that we're renting from though, she's from Maine. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. The woman I'm renting from is a beekeeper and has bees in the backyard. I thought you were going to say, yeah, the one I'm running from is from Maine. <laughs> I mean, for all I know. She's like, she runs the writing center over at UMO. And like, we went into her apartment to go sign the lease. And it's a pretty standard lease. But she said Did that you read like. read the fine print? There was no fine print. It Did was you yeah. give it to your lawyer to look, take a look at? I did. They approved. Oh she, man, she's gonna, she's gonna make you do so approved. much butt stuff. Huh? She's gonna make you do so much butt stuff. Dude, that was my that was my portion. I added in. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna say, "Hey, Kareem, come do this butt stuff." 
she no, she was just like, all right, sign it. And I was just like, um, I don't <laughs> sign see a, it. I don't see a clause in here about bondage. <laughs> and we added that in. Nice, nice. I hope you striked out the anal fisting clause. That was for like kept that in for Alyssa. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Everybody has a potluck once a month. Sure, you have to be naked and have sex with everybody, but like it's whatever. We switch apartments each time. I thought that's what a potluck was. Wait, genuinely? Yeah. You gen- <laughs> yeah. That's a part of it. That's why it was super weird when we went to the church potluck. <laughs> oh my gosh. I showed I showed up with a gimp costume on and everybody else was just wearing a polo and a pair of khakis. I felt out of place. But sleeping place, I did have my rosary. Gross. Huh. How's the dicky life, Zach? I feel like a hard-working man. Which which uh, Harvest Moon Deli do you work at again? The one on Griffin Road. Mm. Why did For you now? Why did you quit Advanced Auto Parts? I don't think I ever heard this story. Because I hated it. Okay. I mean, do you I mean, like working at that. Harvest Moon Deli? No. Why would you quit a better-paying job? Uh, I definitely make more money at Harvest Moon Valley than I do at Advanced Auto Parts. After you factor in tips, but the only th- the thing about Advanced Auto Parts is that I was I was guaranteed that money because it was like my hourly rate, whereas it's a little more up in the air. Like there are weeks I could make less than I could have made at Advanced Auto Parts, but because it'll tips. all even out. Yeah, dude. That's cool, though. I mean, I, I, they're looking to open a store in either Hamden. Well, no, they're looking to open a store in Hamden. And rumor has it that I am in line to take it over. So, really? Yeah. That would be exciting. Where'd you hear the rumor from? The owner. <laughs> he talked okay. to me about it. <laughs> okay, that's good. Seems like a pretty unreliable source. That's pretty sweet, dude. So they would make you the general manager of that place? Yeah, it would be my store to run the way I see fit. Nice. So you get to, like, make the schedule and stuff? I would be in charge of making the schedule, yeah. Dang. That's sick. Good for you. Do they pay their manager's salary? No. Uh, it's so hourly. So that's cool. Do you still have to take tips as the general manager? Yep. Okay. Just cool. make yourself employee of the month every month. I would always like tease like, oh man, Rachel was pretty close, but t- just didn't quite, just didn't quite make it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. Is there a girl named Rachel who works for you? No, I just pulled the name out of a hat. Oh, okay. That's something that kind of sounded sarcastic if I have to be honest. Where's the hat? Is it off camera? Yeah. <laughs> There's actually only one girl that works at Harvest Moon Daily. Her name is Jen. Jen? Is she, she a cool? fox? 
No. I don't actually know how old she is. Is it Jen Aniston? Yes. Hmm. Nice. The Friends reunion did not go as well yeah, as it did a job at Harvest Moon Deli. <laughs> oh, gosh. I really thought that that was going to be, like, an episode. Not, not like, let's just meet up after however many years and just chat for an hour. I'm pretty sure I think that's it would have been better if it was, like, an hour-long, like, special episode. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Like, for some reason, they all had, like, come back together. I do. You, do you guys watch the Friends finale? I never watched Friends. I've I've seen the Friends finale. What happens in it? They all go their separate ways. I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> My knowledge of Friends is limited because I think it's a show that sucks. Oh yeah, I don't really like it. I like certain episodes. Like, there's certain Joey moments that I kind of enjoy, but that's about it. Well, the thing is, like, the Friends reunion is, like, pops up on HBO Max, and it's like, oh, yeah, those are all people that were famous once. Because <laughs> none of them have done anything since. Oh, Jennifer Anderson's had a pretty decent career. Not of recent memory. Not of re- I mean, she was nominated for that show, uh, that movie Cake, for, like, I a Golden like, Globe and stuff. I mean, I also feel like she's at the tail end of her career. She did a couple. Co- yeah, she's definitely at the tail end of her career, but she did a couple comedy movies and like. Look, she peaked in 2013 with Just Go with It. So. Yeah. That's a fact. That's I a mean, fact. that's everybody's peak being in a Happy Madison production. That's <laughs> true. Except the ridiculous six. Yeah, we don't mention that. They don't talk about that. Was she in the Ridiculous Six? I don't think so. So I only caught the tail end of that conversation. Okay. I'm ready to go where you guys are. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. Hello, and welcome to the Film and Loathing Podcast for Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. This is episode 107, and I'm Jake. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Coming up this week, all bets are on the table as we talk about Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. We'll also talk about some other stuff that we watched and whatever else comes up along the way. So as always, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Glad to have you with us. How are you guys doing? All right. We're doing. I've had a good day today. What happened today? Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go lately, right? Okay. I caught a Venusaur. Real quick, did mm-hmm. Pokemon Go ever fade out and come back, or has it always been going I have no throttle? idea. Let's just say I've never seen anybody out and about walking around playing Pokemon Go. Okay. Besides so that, like, first week. <laughs> So you're at the tail end of the fandom. I think I'm the only one. Although there are a couple gyms around me that are seem to be booming with people. Well, you gotta go challenge them. I can't challenge them. 
Oh, I, can't, dude. I can't see them. I have no idea where they are. But hold on. Let me finish what I was saying. I caught two Pokemon today that I'm absolutely <laughs> crazy about. I caught a Venusaur and Charizard. You caught no. them? Mm-hmm. Found them in the wild and caught them, bitch. Wow. Do the evolution factors play a role in Pokemon Go? They can. You have to get um, chart. You have to get Mega Energy, which I have no idea how to find those. I just want to walk around and like fill up my Pokedex. If I remember correctly, I think it was if you had the series of evolution, the Pokemon became stronger because you had the whole set. I mean, I caught. I, I don't. I have a Charmander and I have a Charizard. I just don't have a Charmeleon. And I have. So like, yeah, you need that. I need to get a Charmeleon. I have a Bulbasaur, and I have a, a Venusaur. I just don't have an Ibisaur. Oh, you need to get that, too. I really want Blastoise. Blastoise is my favorite Pokemon. You should go out. You should tag along on, like, a lobsterman's boat. Go out in the water and try to find Blastoise. I don't think there's going to be any Blastoise, like, a mile out to sea. <laughs> but you don't know. I mean, I don't know, I guess, but, like, I can't imagine they're too far away. Like, it's not like Pokemon Go people are just like, you know what? There's a whole bunch of people that are going on lobster boats this time of year. Let's just Here's, a, here's a question. The Let's say you're walking down Main Street and Forest on, on Main Street playing Pokemon Go. Do you get, like, fire type and water types, like, pop up? Sometimes I know I was reading online because I was trying to figure out how to get more like Squirtle or get Blastoise. And they were saying that they definitely align more of where the sources are. So I went we went down to the Sea Dog one night for dinner and I like walked around the like around the Penobscot River hoping to find water Pokemon, but I ran into none. Why are you lying? Oh, you found your dead I just bodies. can't help but picture you and Alyssa out of the sea dog. It's like, Alyssa, real quick, before we sit down for dinner, can I please, 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 please go walk around <laughs> the water and look for Pokemon? I picture going more like this. Hey, Alyssa, you want to go to sea dog? Oh, yeah, sure, that sounds great. Chris, why aren't we going to the restaurant? Oh, I just wanted to walk around and try to find Pokemon just near the sea dog. I didn't want to actually go to sea dog. We, well, we went. We did both. How it went was, is we went there, and we were meeting up with my sister, and we had to wait for her. So I was like, Alyssa, I'm going to walk. Will you tell her happy birthday? Your sister's around? No. Yeah. And uh, I will tell her happy birthday. Yes, she is living up in the Bangor area. Oh. Is it Alyssa's birthday or your sister's birthday? Sister's birthday. She got, It was her birthday yesterday. Alyssa's birthday is in October. Oh. I don't care if you wish your sister a happy birthday for me. That's fine. I I get it. I'm just kidding. I'm going to tell her you said happy birthday anyways, Jake. Okay, it makes me look better. <laughs> Fuck you. When's Alyssa's birthday in October? Uh, the 15th. I always joke and say it's the 5th. But That's it's funny cause, because Rachel's is the 4th, and I always joke with her and tell her that it's the 14th. That's hilarious. Yeah. We are just two pieces. I just don't remember when they are. <laughs> That's the joke. Seriously? <laughs> Do you not know when Autumn's birthday is? Couldn't tell you. I know the month. What month What's is the it? the month? April. 
how do you figure it out when the time comes? Like, because that happened a couple months ago. Do you kind of like hint at like, oh man, your birthday's coming on the third, fourth, fifth, seventh, eight, eighteen, twenty, eight, twenty-eight. Right. I'm going. I I really think that it's the ninth. It's the twentieth. But I've been wrong before. You've been wrong. <laughs> Is it Maybe like twentieth of April? It's not. It's definitely in the beginning. It's it's within the first ten days. I can tell Big you that. Bummer. Big time bummer. Here's what here's what you can do. So like you can be early for a birthday, but you can never be late. So if, let's say her birthday's on it the was, 7th. it was it's the ninth. I was right. Do you have it in your like iPhone calendar or something? Let's do it to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's a godsend when you wake up with that notification of like. It's so and so's birthday that you haven't talked to in twelve years, but then sometimes it's useful. And it's like, oh wow, it is your birthday. That's cool. Oh cool, it's my girlfriend's birthday today. I guess I should have planned something. <laughs> you gotta set the you gotta set the timer for like a week in advance, and then set it for every single day so you don't forget. So you actually have that seems time a bit excessive. I mean, you have to remember to do something. Zach, right? you're talking to the guy that does, can't forget to make a credit card payment. Okay, I'm signing up for a credit you card. You can make that. these crazy elaborate plans to remember a birthday, but not to make a credit card payment. Birthday is different than a credit card payment. In the same rules don't apply. Like, you can't set multiple reminders for a credit card payment. No. You definitely can't set up auto debit, so it just takes the minimum payment out. Yeah, but I don't want to pay just a minimum payment. I want to pay the entire balance each month. Guess what? You can set that up too. I don't. Yeah, but then if it if it's auto payment, then it doesn't reflect Mr. on my credit. Excuses over here. Okay, you know what? I've I've read half of a financial that's, book. That's true. That's so, which is more than I've read. So you clearly know more. I think you're I still would only know. halfway through that. One week later. Yeah, I haven't been reading it lately. You too busy going to Lakers games. No, I've been playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Don't lie to me. You've been terrorizing Gotham City. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, whatever. Oh, you guys want to talk some Army of the Dead here? I guess. I'm curious curious to hear what uh, Chris has to say about this. I mean, what do you guys think? I think we already know. You think so? I think so. I think I know what Chris thinks about this movie. I think I already know what Zach thinks about this movie. I think Chris is. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna guess right now. Chris, don't tell me if I'm right. Don't I'm tell gonna, me if I'm wrong. Don't pace. change your rating based because I guessed it right either. Okay. Two and a half. Okay. I think Zach's a two. Well, let's see. You're very generous. So let's. Whoa. Okay. Generous. So, Hey, no spoilers, man. Come on. Uh, so, Army of the Dead is written and directed by Zack Snyder. It's currently streaming on Netflix for the next few weeks, at least. And the plot synopsis is following his zombie. It's not outbreak. a Netflix original? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? So, I guess it'll be there until the end of time. Okay. Um, oh, stars uh, Dave Bautista, Ella Purnell, Omari Hardwick... 
Uh, the list goes on, and the plot synopsis is following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. What did you guys think of Army of the Dead? Why, why didn't you mention Tig Notaro in your list of who's in this movie? Because uh, she hadn't come up yet on IMDb's cast list, but there she is. She's in the movie for like two or three scenes. Up until recently, she wasn't in the movie at all. What? Explain that. You guys not know this? No. Uh, that role that she plays was originally... So they had the entire movie shot, uh, and it was played by Chris D'Elia, but because oh, of yes. what happened there, they removed everything that Chris D'Elia was in Reshot Tignatar in front of a green screen and like just CGI'd her into the movie. Oh, You're fuck off. Seriously? I'm, I'm dead serious. I couldn't there are, tell. There are scenes where it looks scene. very obvious, and then there are other scenes where it's like, wow, they it, it's pretty well matched. Like, they did a pretty good job in some scenes, but other ones are not very good. There's only one scene I noticed Tignataro in where I was just like, okay, this seems awful. And it was when the helicopter was going down and she was just like fucking swirling around. I think the scene where she's introduced looks the worst. Oh, at the fence? Yep. I don't even think I noticed, so I don't know if that says something about me. Yeah, I, I knew that going in, so I was like looking for it. Maybe that's that's probably the only reason that I spotted it. But I had totally forgotten that Chris Dahlia was supposed to be in this. Cause I, cause when I just looked it up, I saw that he was on the cast list, and then I was like, oh, is he like a zombie or something? He's, like I don't remember him in there. He's still in released the cast a list? Snyder cut with Dahlia in it. Yeah, show some balls, Snyder. Snyder 2.0. Sex pervert Chris D'Elia cut. They always give it to me. What'd you think, Chris? It was one of the worst written movies I've ever heard in my entire life. This script was <laughs> Agreed. awful. The script was <laughs> horrible. I, I just, was... just want to... This is a very like interesting movie to talk about because I really, as we sit here talking about it, I don't know if I loved it or if I really hated it. And, like... I know. It's just... I think Zack Snyder gets shit on so unjustly. And then... No pun intended. But then he, like, <laughs> he makes a movie like this. And it's like... Oh, maybe Snyder you deserve like it. Like... <laughs> is that a well-known thing that Zack Snyder like poo stuff? Is that why the, there was a pun there? No, unjustly... That was the pun, not the shit on. I was really hoping it was the shit that was the pun. <laughs> so I think what this movie teaches us is that the less Zack Snyder is involved in the movie, the better it's going to be. He wrote, you. directed, and was the cinematographer on this movie, and it looks like shit. Hold on. The cinematography wasn't horrible. It wasn't... Are you just kidding me? I so actually, there's, there's the only thing that's in focus is like what is less than an inch from the like the yeah it was so okay. it's so annoying. I didn't notice that. 
as much as you apparently i didn't i it wasn't anything that was i don't know it just wasn't anything that really like stuck out to me i guess maybe it's it's because i wasn't paying attention too hard to his credit in the scenes that are really dark where they're like going through someplace dark it really works because like it gives you this feeling of like like a pov kind of like they don't really know like what's in the dark and they can't really see what's going on either but when it's broad daylight and like you like most of your screen is not in focus and you're just focusing on these very small minute details like it gets really annoying really fast there's some really cool looking shots in there i wonder if he was forced to do that just because of like capturing that cg background really stood out or something there are plenty of movies that are made the same way that this one made that they don't do that no i know but i wonder if it was just like that bad because there was definitely a lot of the backdrops definitely looked like against a green screen and like the tiger itself looked very cgi Mm -hmm. i guess Um, it comes down to I like Zack Snyder's take on superheroes. I don't think I like anything else that he's done. There's like there's like some stuff that I kind of like about it, which I think is like unique and original and like there's some technical aspects that I do enjoy, but like I definitely agree with you guys that I think the script is not very good. I think it's overly long to begin with. I um yes and i've never really been a fan of Zack snyder's music choices in his movies and this one is no exception he went for the low-hanging fruit dude i'm fine with the elf no because like elvis stuff it fits with las vegas and i'm fine with it in an introductory sense but i'm not cool with it in the middle of a fight scene because it seems like you're going for i don't know something with a little bit more of a like less serious effect but then you can't tra- you can't walk that line like he does. I would, I will point out a positive, which is that I loved the opening credits. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that too. Yeah, the opening credits. I thought the makeup was really good. Like I really liked the look of the the, the main zombies that they were portraying. As the, the antagonists, I like. I looked that look. I liked that look. Um. And I also like thought it was kind of a cool idea of having like this isolated incident in Las Vegas. I don't know how practical it is that you could contain this to just Las Vegas, but I don't know how you could contain it with with literal shipping containers. <laughs> like so, so all that aside, like I do like the idea of like being contained and then you got to go into it for some, you know, for some reason. Like I do like that idea. If there is a place they're going to be able to contain it, though, it is Las Vegas. My, it's in the middle of the fucking desert, so that was a good, good choice. I just don't. My think problem the- with that is that, other than like the opening credits, Las Vegas plays no real role in this movie like at all. No, and well, I feel I mean, like it's. I mean, it's a sensible place for there to be a shit ton of money waiting to be stolen. That you that could have been anywhere. As terrible as this script is, that could have been anywhere. And, like, I, I guess I, when you say, like, a, high, a heist movie that takes place during the zombie apocalypse in Las Vegas, I feel like Las Vegas should play, like, more of a role. 
don't, I don't really think it does. I think this could be anywhere. Okay, sure. Sure. Like you, I guess I was like more of like the Las Vegas imagery rather than like what we get, which is just inside of a dark land. room. Like, yeah, I'm inside like, of a building. And I thought what was this. I thought what was kind of lame was like so I guess like any other zombie thing up into this um, up into this movie, you know, think the Last of Us game series, think uh, The Walking Dead, right? Um, think um, 28 days and weeks later. So I think about all those zombies is like noise is sort of like a thing that you have is like, sort of like an enemy just as much as the zombies because that's what attracts them. And so in this, like it seems like they're able to get away with that. They can just fire off weapons at random, as many ex- explosions, whatever, and like there's no sw- swarms coming to them they have to deal with. So like, I was almost expecting like you have to rob a place, but then how do you rob a place that requires explosives and gunfire and whatnot, and like also not drawing hordes of zombies? Because ultimately, like, I don't think the heist is all that interesting. Well, they yeah, that, that, that. A... as long as you give your sacrifice to the king, then you're fine. That's and, and that's stupid. I'm okay. Honestly. I can forgive that. I can forgive that. If the whole premise of the movie is you going in to get this money, like that's the whole idea, the whole driving force behind it all. Make that interesting because them getting there, not all that difficult. They had one instance where they had like a tough time, but then they felt like comic relief throughout the entire thing. The whole conflict was them getting out, which I thought was super too stupid. Well, if you're going to do this thing that's like this is the alpha zombie, like at least explain how that works. Like – why is he the alpha? Like, how did that work? Like, what is going on here? Did you feel a hardcore ripoff of Game of Thrones? I felt a hardcore ripoff of Aliens. Oh, in what way? Like the queen? Isn't the idea of a queen and whatnot? There's a lot of, like... I, I guess you can call them homages to Aliens. Like, the guy... I forget what his name is in the aliens. But the guy yeah. like um, locks Ripley out and like leaves her for dead, and then he gets his comeuppance. The guy that sacrifices himself with a grenade with the alien on him, um, Ripley thinking that her like way out has left, and then it shows up like a second later. Like that all happens in Aliens. Yeah, I, I mean, I've always seen Aliens the one time, so you clearly know it way better than I do. I was just thinking well, Game of Thrones, the idea of, like, well, I feel like the, um, like, he sort of had, like, a White Walker-ish effect to him with, like, the blue eyes, the screaming, um, the idea that if you turn, like, if one of these, like, top people turn you into a zombie or, like, a White Walker, like, you become like them, like, up this hierarchy... Well, let's not forget uh, they can reproduce, and they can, which is never really touched upon at all. How do you know they could reproduce? Because when she has the baby inside her, how do you know she has the baby inside her? Because he cut Did it out of her. Missed that scene. Apparently, fuck. Yeah, when the queen dies, it. he cuts the baby like out of her stomach. That's why he's so well. Like, 
part of the reason he's so mad is like not only did you kill his queen, but you killed their child. Wow. Did you like, watch this movie? Yeah, I just completely up? forgot that whole entire blue? scene. It looked like a little blue salamander. Shit, I missed out on that whole thing, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, he did big time. Ugh. Not surprised. Um, well, he's he said that he's willing to do a sequel based on based off of fan reaction, so could be I hope he doesn't. I, I hope he doesn't either. You know what? I hope well, he does. I hope he does a second one and he does it justice because I could definitely see something like this being interesting. It's just if you set it up to be a heist movie for the first like half hour, let it be a heist movie. I I do really like uh, the scene where like there's like that set of booby traps that like leading up to the vault and they like send the zombie to like they, like he gets gets hit with all the darts and I thought that was kind of cool. I know I like the scene of them moving through the dark and they're lighting the path with the glow sticks, um, and then the there guy are, fucks, fucks her over. Like I like that. I thought that was a good scene. There are touches of like there's like flourishes of oh that that's kind of cool and oh that was kind of cool, but like I think like like as a whole, it's way too messy, way too long. If this is a ninety minute movie, it's a fun movie to just throw on and watch. I'd give him like I'd give him two hours, but two and a half seems silly because it's. I really think there are some extra stuff that I think he was trying to throw in there. Like in the off chance there's a sequel, we can explore them. Well, I'm sure that zombie mama is a perfect example of that. I know this is a big criticism of Zack Snyder, and I really felt it here. The movie, if you played everything that's in slow motion at regular speed, the movie's probably 10 minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah, also true. And a lot of it... I'm... I hate to even say this, because like, I don't really mind like self-indulgence if it's good, but this is incredibly self-indulgent, but it's just... bad. Like... <laughs> like, he's producer, writer, director, cinematographer, like, there should have been someone above him that is like, no, like, <laughs> you can't do this. All in all, like, I mean, I, I guess, I, I bet it was a pretty fun project to work on, honestly. Like, like all no, in all. people talk like, all the time about, like, you know, just give artists, like, the money they need to make whatever they want and just leave them alone. And it's like, this is what happens. Like, it's, in like, incredibly self-indulgent stuff and if it works it works but if it doesn't like it's some of the cringiest stuff that you can watch and like this falls in that category for starters like having the emotional crux of your movie lie on the sh the big brooding thick shoulders of dave <laughs> bautista like that's a mistake he's so bad in this movie he's so bad yeah the guy is probably would be a killer action star, but he cannot act. Well, like, I think it'd be a little hard on the man. I don't. I don't. Don't at all. <laughs> That's that scene where he's crying when his wife dies. I mean, that I almost choked me up. There's is a that reason that in Guardians right of the now? Galaxy. <laughs> 
there's a reason in Guardians of the Galaxy he like barely speaks and they just like make fun of him because like that's what he should be. <laughs> <laughs> He's the big ripped buffoon that you can just make fun of. Zach, um, do you could you take a punch from Dave Bautista? Easily, yes. No way. No, no. fucking way. You pull a fucking pile driver on you and you'd be done. You no, wouldn't even fine. throw a punch. Yeah. <laughs> like, also wasn't overly crazy about the through line with the daughter. Tell you the truth. Stupid. Stupid. I'm not overly crazy about, like, the six through lines that they introduced in this movie. Six of them? Okay, well, let's, let's count them down. There's... Daughter. Daughter. The well. daughter. There's... So, okay, there's the emotional stuff with the daughter. There's the daughter that needs to find this other woman that I can't even remember her name because she's so insignificant to the plot of this movie, but she needs to be involved somehow. Marta. Sure. <laughs> there's Zom- zombie there was babies. That... There's the zombie king and queen. There's, there's the, the security the, guard. The titular army of the dead, like that guy. And... Yes, there's definitely more. Um, uh, Tignataro having to fix the helicopter. There's one. There's a through line. I wouldn't consider that a through line. I just consider that they, a They cool cut for back suspense. and forth to it. I they would just say it's a... It's a it. I know, I know. But I would just say it's a tool for suspense that they definitely played on too much. The, the camp Bro- outside. Bromance? They, uh, yep. Bromance? The bromance? Yeah, between the guy that has the uh, the saw and then the the hacker or oh, the safe cracker. German guy, yeah. Oh, also German German guy with accent. Uh, the whole end, like that guy disappears and then he comes back. We have to we for whatever reason we have to fucking finish that storyline because who fucking cares? <laughs> and like, wait, which guy? The, the, guy, the that, guy who got trapped in the safe. Which literally like begs oh, right. the question, like, why didn't they just do that? <laughs> why didn't they well, just lock themselves in? Well, it seemed like that's what the safe cracker knew. He knew that the guy could survive because he pushes him in there. Well, I think that was the ground to begin with. That was definitely like an in-the-moment type thing, like save yourself from the zombies. That definitely wasn't it. You would be able to survive a, <laughs> an atomic bomb. No, no, no. But like, so they... They get the like the call on the radio that the government is pushing up that the the dropping of the bomb. Yeah, there's a through line. Reason. There's a through line. But which wouldn't happen. Which would never in a million years happen. Dropping so the atomic they're bomb. Pushing up. Sure, but they would never push it up if they already have a date set for twenty four hours away. <laughs> so like, <if> they're like <laughs> atomic bomb. There's no way. So at that point, they're like. Okay, well, the safe is underground. The safe is pretty impenetrable on its own. Maybe that we should just, you know, get inside the safe, maybe stay there for a day or two. You'd be fine without food or water for two days. You get out of the, you leave with all the money. You don't even have to worry about zombies because they'd be all fucking dead. I don't know. I mean, how do you, how do you break out of the safe? I don't know how he got out. Obviously, there is a way out because he, well, he got. Out. Well, I think he got out because well, that's what I'm saying. It was it was it was uh, 
you know, it was like devastated. And well, destroyed. that's what I'm saying though. If an atomic bomb is dropped basically on a safe and the safe is destroyed, I have a hard time believing that it the forces equal out so much that everything inside the safe is fine. Like he walked out of there, no scratches. Well, to be fair, box. Indiana Jones did survive a blast You're right. in a porter potty. You're right. That's a, he's in a refrigerator. That's right, a refrigerator. So. Out, of the, out of the Indiana Jones movies, where there is Pandora's box, there are Nazis, where he's fighting fucking Nazis. The one that is the most unrealistic, the one where they have to go find alien skulls, that's the one we choose to believe in. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just like, you're, you're taking a risk either way, right? If you're like, well, we either have to take our chances carrying sacks of money and shooting zombies, or we could take the chance and try to survive the bomb. Either way, we'll probably die. I think I'm going with plan B, where I'm just laying low for a few days. I don't think so. I th- I'm not leaving that up to chance. I think if I have an opportunity to get out, I am seizing a chance at survival instead of getting in the safe and being like, okay, now the atomic bomb happened. We have another problem to solve. How the fuck do we get out? Yeah, I might. I, I think in the moment I'd probably try to get out. Honestly, I'd leave. I'd leave. I wouldn't even. They grab all a sack. fucking die. Well, you they all fucking that. die. I mean, they well, they don't know they're gonna die. They all die and they get no money. Like, at the end of the day, the movie is a giant waste of time because no one gets any money. That's yeah. true. That is true. And the guy doesn't even get his zombie head. Nobody, everybody lost in this movie. Including Which I don't zombie. understand that plan at all. Like the like their plan or the why Zack Snyder chose to have no winner. Why? What is this guy going to do with a zombie head? Oh, he's did he say something about a zombie that, army that you yeah, control? He said this was but the ultimate WMD. Makes him think. What makes them think that they could control it? What evidence do they have to support that? Greed. They literally lost control of one, and it destroyed an entire city. Why do That's... they think that they could control it? Okay, my big question is, if they're carrying a zombie out of Area 51, they only have two armored cars protecting it, and they just got out of the way. They didn't shoot at the car that was heading right at them. They just drove to the right so that they could make full-on collision with this zombie. Chris, you're missing the point here. The point isn't... You're not supposed to be thinking about that because you're supposed to be dying laughing at this great dialogue that these two guys are having about what they could possibly be carrying. Oh, my God. <laughs> True. That's Zack Snyder. He's a comic guy. Also, using the German for comic relief was awful. He was not good at it. Like, too soon? Huh? Like, too soon? We can't make fun of Germans yet? No, I don't care if people make fun of Germans. I'm just saying that, like, he wasn't good at comic relief. I did laugh at one part where the guy, where they're, like, explaining their plan, and the guy is, like, easy-peasy Japanesey, and he's like, I don't think you can say that, and she's like, I think it's fine if you're Japanesey. And I thought, that was funny. (laughs) Yeah, but that's let's just put it this way: out of out of a two and a half hour movie, you laughed once. 
That's probably about right. Is it supposed to be a comedy, though? Am I supposed to be laughing? At multiple points, yes. You're supposed to laugh at just about everything Tignatero says. And you're supposed to be laughing when, uh, what's his face? The German guy, just about everything he says. One second. The thing is that I think she's the best part of the movie. Yeah. Oh, this is an article from the Collider. <laughs> of course, Zack Snyder says this. Uh, Zack Snyder says, quote, Army of the Dead 2 idea is insane. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, here's another imagine. question that I had. So, they're going to get $200 million from the safe. Yeah. Dave Bautista gets to keep fifty million of it to split up however he wants. So he's gonna give him the Mexican girl and the chainsaw guy, they each get fifteen million. Then everyone yeah. else gets various amounts. Yes. How exactly is that gonna work when they all go into the safe, they all see how much money is there, and they're just gonna go, Yeah, I'm fine with two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like how does that work do you think there's like a like an honor system like if you agreed to that amount of money like you just you're obligated to take that much and like here's the other thing literally like 30 minutes into the movie the girl points out like hey that security guard guy is kind of sketchy like we should literally just shoot him right now and it's like that's a great idea you should do that you have no reason to keep him alive Absolutely none. You're all on the same team here. You could have just said he was killed by zombies and no one would have known. Why are you keeping him alive? That's stupid. Which guy is this? The security guard. The guy that screws them all over. The guy who grabbed the head. Huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah, what's your incentive true. to make sure he survives? There isn't one. Yeah, there's uh, it seemed like some people would have definitely wanted him dead. I don't know. I suppose I I suppose at the end of the day I didn't necessarily hate it, but I wouldn't say that I liked it or you know loved it or anything. I'd say I hated it. <laughs> I very openly say that. <sighs> Besides that intro it's, sequence, I wasn't really interested in anything that was going on. There were a couple really, cool I, shots that I enjoyed, but I here's like one of the things that I think more recent zombie things seem to get wrong, which is like watching the outbreak is like probably the most fun part. The what? Like, watching the outbreak, watching it spread, watching more people get infected and die and become zombies, like, what happens yeah. after that is, it's kind of cliched. Like, I don't really care. Like, why Shoot, mass panic like, is way more interesting. Like, the heist takes place during that period of time. Everyone is so concerned with this, we're gonna sneak in here and get this money and be on our way. It's an interesting premise. This movie is a bit like that Angelina Jolie movie from last week. Those who, for those that, whatever that stupid movie is called, 
it has a very interesting idea that is very underutilized. Yep. Especially since the heist in this movie is just really not that interesting. It's because they don't fucking do anything with it. They seem to abandon that, like, that whole premise. It seems like they're using that as a tool to get to what he really wants, but they spend so much time setting up this heist. They have a montage where they collect crew members, and then they just abandon that whole entire plot line. Well, it's... The whole thing is kind of ruined when, like... You know, I feel like the suspense would come from we have to maneuver through all of these zombies to get to the vault so we can get the money. But as soon as you're like, no, we made our sacrifice to the king. Dude, like, we're good. We can just walk right through. Like, that kind of just ruins it right there. Yeah, like, what's the point? Like, I think they definitely should have abandoned the nuke thing. Like, imagine if it was like, okay, like, this is where we enter, but where we have to steal the money is a day's walk away. So you have to walk. Like, so you're walking through zombie territory. You got to stay the night, and then you got to like steal it and then carry it another day back. Like, there's so much potential for shit to go wrong in that that you could use. A race against like time for the nuclear bomb and a race against the zombies is interesting enough. You don't need to add all this emotional drama shit in there. Like, I don't care about his relationship with his daughter. I genuinely don't. It's because he's a terrible actor. That's why you don't care. Doesn't help. Yeah, there could have been... Could have been a lot of... Or there definitely is a lot of potential here. Chris, you missed it. When you walked away, I found an article that said, or it quoted Zack Snyder saying the idea for Army of the Dead 2 is insane. But how can there be an Army of the Dead 2? Like, they nuked all the zombies. Well, no, that guy's about to have an outbreak in Mexico City. Also, why would he choose to go there? He's on an airplane. Why would he choose to go to New Mexico City? Isn't that where just where the plane happened to be going? No, because he rented the plane. Like, he put that money on the counter. It's like, I want to rent that plane. He could have probably picked anywhere. He chose New Mexico City. I don't know them. I don't have an answer for you. I don't either. I just have some problems with it. You and me both, Chris. Um... Star ratings for Army of the Dead, if there's nothing left to say? Two. Two. I'm going to go 2.5. Let's move on, and let's talk about some other stuff that we watched. Do you guys get anything for this week? Not really. No, not really. Really? Yeah, I really did. I had not much time. Well, I can check out a couple. I can talk about a couple things. Um, Just just in case you're interested, you can... If you're on Netflix and you happen to see The Woman in the Window, you can move along. Look in the Um, next window. It was... See, I think I remember seeing the trailer for it a while ago in theaters and thinking it looked interesting. Um, 
But basically, the premise is that uh, Amy Adams is an is a uh, an agoraphobic, so she's afraid to go outside, and she believes that she witnesses a murder next door. And you know, of of course, because she's inside, she's she's dealing with some um, she's dealing with some trauma from her past. So she has a drinking slash uh, prescription drug problem, you know, which of course casts doubt on everything. I'm sure you guys know exactly where this movie's going. Disturbia. Um, so, no one believes them. Disturbia. So was, wasn't that great? Really, you guys got nothing to talk about? Nothing. I watched Shrek two this week. I guess I'll the count that. One. I I actually agree with you. It has the funniest scene out of all the Shrek movies, and it was it was um when Shrek becomes a human, and he rides donkey which is now a horse in to get fiona they have uh, a cops parody called knights and yeah there's a they're like white bronco running up the road which was hilarious because i was like that's an oj simpson reference yeah <laughs> i was like that's incredible which which i rewatched oj made in america this past week how's that you watch you rewatched the whole thing Oh yeah, dude, I love that doc. It's so good. I mean, shit, dude, I had it in my top 100 favorite movies, and it was in my top 10 of the decade. I love it. When Rachel had never seen it, so um, I have been wanting to see it again. She had never seen it, so it was we got we watched it together. How many sittings? Uh, I think we watched it in three sittings. Okay. Yeah, I think I was... I must have been on Amazon or something. I happened to be on um, Blu-ray.com and saw that it was on sale for like 10 bucks, so I bought it. We watched it. I think like the... I guess like the thing that's craziest to me is like when you watch it and they sort of talk about a lot of the stuff that was happening in L.A. Um, it almost seems like it could be plucked out of a news story from... 2020 or 2021 like it's 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 kind of a trip to be like this happened 30 years ago but it seemed like it's like everything they're talking about in the news like everything that's going on around them it's like this could literally be happening today like it's insane i think it's a super well-told documentary like if no one's if no one's seen it i highly recommend it it's like the way it weaves the story between like the culture and racial divide of LA and like how OJ sort of lived outside of that and was never really a part of it, but was in a way forced to confront it at times. And then when the murder trial happens, how it all just came like crashing together. It's insane. Sounds it. It is. Zach, have you you've seen it, yeah? I have. I have seen it. What do you think of it? It's very good. Yeah, I love it. And then, um, uh, let's see, for the first time I watched Crazy Stupid Love. What did you think of that? Dude, I really liked it. Mm -hmm. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is. 
Like, like it's hilarious. First off, I think Steve Carell like, is great in that role. Like I think he plays it really well. Gosling was a good choice, of course. And it was it was a fun surprise to learn that him and Emma Stone had been in a rom com together before, where they date and sing songs together. Would well, do they sing in this? No, no, I guess not. Sing. But it's sing. But either way, they're still a couple together. Yeah, they got some good chemistry. It's definitely nice to see like it developed well from this movie to La La Land. I kind of hated yeah. seeing Ryan Gosling like shirtless the entire time, but I get that it was his character. The only thing that sucked is so I so Rachel so when we recorded last week, Rachel was watching it. So when we got done recording, like I, I thought she only had like a little bit left in the movie, so I sat down and watched it with her. Kind of found out I ended up watching like the second hour. <laughs> so then like I sat, so then I sat down like a couple days later, then watched the first hour, and like pieced it together. But no, I love Crazy with Love. I'd heard of it before, and like I had heard people always say good things about it, but had I don't know, had just never seen it. I like when Ryan Gosling takes his New Balance and throws them over the edge of the mall. <laughs> I think what's really cool about Crazy Stupid Love is how you have all these like seemingly random like storylines happening, and then they all like come together in the climax at the like at the get together at Julianne Moore's house. Yeah, it all centered around like the one guy, obviously. But I liked how that and that movie really is cool to me because of like all of his parts of his lies are seemingly separate. And I know that you said they they converge in one moment, but it's just kind of cool to see each storyline be successful on its own. Like him and yeah, Ryan and I think that's what works. Mm. was just yeah, I think that's what works super well about it. Like. Every individual moment is like funny or interesting or you know like sad for its for whatever reason and like when it all comes culminating together like I think it makes for a good ending. Mm. Couldn't agree more. Here, David. I found this. I found this article. It says, "Army of the Dead's is to Alien what Avatar was to Fern Gully." So these are all the similarities. Okay. okay. A messed up main character who has nightmares. So Ripley yeah, okay. has yep, nightmares yep. of facehuggers bursting out of her chest. The infestation. Uh, the ticking clock. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, they're both... In both movies, they're way to leave is broken so it's the helicopter and then their dropship goes down and they get stranded in aliens there's the evil corporation mm-hmm. who tr- and then the evil corporation slash the traitorous douchebag that tries to screw them over that's his name Paul Reiser Paul Reiser is the guy that screws them over he was in some sort of like sitcom right and that's I'm, I'm not crazy I'm not sure I don't know in alien, um, in aliens, don't they want don't they want to capture the xenomorph so that they can like weaponize it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
the big bad's baby gets torched. So in both movies, the big bad has a baby that dies. The big showdown is on the rescue ride that was previously broken. Okay, yep, yep. Almost everyone dies in both movies. There's this is a lot. These are big similarities. Well, there's definitely that they go so they go into the main villains main villains lair only to fight their way out and have a showdown on a on an aircraft. That was seven. That's the end of the list. Seven similarities that are like I don't even know in, if this is an homage. He's basically ripping off aliens. So in aliens, she uses a flamethrower. In this, he has a grenade launcher that creates an explosion. Yep. Wow. He's ripping it off. Oh, we didn't even talk about the, the pervy guy. Oh, the dude that was supposedly raping people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just <laughs> threw that in there. I think don't I think they literally say something to the effect of like you deserve to die for raping all those women or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. There's that one girl that's kind of crazy who seems to know all these things about zombies that nobody else knows. Yep. Yep. The movie's a mess. Well, I guess lastly, I'll mention, Chris, I think you would actually like this one. I finally got around to seeing Minari. Minari? By, I think it was, I think it's, uh, Lee Isaac Chung is the director. Is that the guy stars, from Walking Dead? Stars Steven Yeun, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I didn't think, I didn't think it was as like incredible or as amazing as i had seen a lot of like people like talking it up to be um but i did i did enjoy it i did like the story it's essentially about a guy who relocates his family to arkansas uh to buy a piece of land and he basically has this dream that he's going to raise korean vegetables to capitalize on the large influx of korean immigrants um and yeah it's a very you know, just, niche market yeah but he knows his market yeah of course there's um you know it's basically just about <clears throat> them adjusting to this quiet life of farming the wife you know not exactly uh enjoying the life and not and not being what her husband had promised you know him having to deal with failing his family um but it was good. I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. Um, now, you just said, Chris, I think you would like this, so let me ask you, why wouldn't I like it? Why wouldn't you like it? Yeah. Um, I mean, you might. You just didn't seem that enthused to want to see it, so... Does anyone die? Uh, no. Ooh, strike one. No one That's dies. You know, it's bad when, like, one of the criteria of the movies, like, the essential criteria for the, the movies he enjoys is somebody needs to die. There was a great, there's, there's a hilarious scene where the grandmother, who's coming to live with them, is tricked into drinking a cup of piss. 
That's pretty good. I'd watch that. Um, is, is it meant to be funny? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, they're obsessed with Mountain Dew because they they call it Mountain Water, and the dad says that it's healthy for them, so they just drink a shit ton of Mountain Dew all the time. That's funny. So that's pretty good. Here, here's what I would say. These three things don't need to be in your movie, but it certainly helps. People die. Gratuitous language, sex and violence, and or directed by Rob Zombie. Doesn't need to be. <laughs> certainly helps. There's definitely a select few movies that meet all three of those criteria. There's roughly seven of them, and they are perfect. <laughs> I'd love to see Minari as directed by Rob Zombie. What's well, like if there's a movie that wasn't directed by Rob Zombie that you would want to see directed by Rob Zombie, but you only get to choose one? What movie would you choose? One movie that is currently not directed, but I want him to do like a remake of, or just do the same movie but in Rob Zombie's style. It's it's Rob Zombie's version of that story, but like it's the same. It's from the same script. It's the same actors and actresses. What's the one movie that you get to choose? You're just switching directors and like styles completely. I'm going to add a caveat to that, which is, which character do I want to be replaced by Sherry Moon Zombie? (laughs) Okay. Okay. What is it? I would like to see... Ooh. Do you guys know what he's working on currently? No. No. He's doing... uh... Believe it or not, I'm not keeping tabs on Rob Zombie's (laughs) filmography. You know what? I'm going to go with... I want to see Rob Zombie. This would never happen. But I want to see Rob Zombie do a Batman movie. <laughs> okay. And Sharon Moon Zombie plays Catwoman? Yeah, no. What? And who? which, which Batman movie? Like, who's playing Batman in his version? Because it has to be one of the existing <sighs> Batman. It has to be one of the existing... So he redoes Batman and Robin, and Cherry Moon Zombie plays Poison Ivy. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's an interesting choice. I think that oh, currently he's working on episodes of The Monsters. Interesting. Interesting. That's so <laughs> Is that why I... you bought the full TV DVD set of The Monsters? It was announced afterwards. I guess he's Happy doing... For, I think it's for like Paramount Plus or something. He's doing episodes of The Monsters for that. I would pick... The Monsters XXX so or would, some shit? I would think I want to see the Titanic. And Sherry Moon Zombie plays the old woman in old woman makeup. <laughs> well, that, that would be Kate Winslet. So you'd have to take over the whole role. No, 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 just that actress that's playing the old woman, telling the story. And then she was like, she was like, I wanted him to fuck my cunt so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
That'd be great. I think he'd make a great Batman movie. It's probably better than the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. We haven't even seen that. Hold on, I've seen the trailer. It's possible. It looks pretty good. I doubt it. But I've heard, isn't there supposed to be some like on-set issues or some shit? There's a lot of them, apparently. That's frustrating. That was such a good casting choice, too. It really wasn't. Well, that's okay. Are you, I thought so. You shitting me? They, I'm tired of seeing old man Batman. Give me young Batman. Robert Pattinson is great. I'm saying, Chris, Batman was already perfectly casted. It's Ben Affleck. He's perfect. No, he's not perfect. He's, he's not perfect, perfect by any means. No, he's not. I mean, he plays a great older Batman. But he this a young like, gun. Like, That's what I really want. It's like I thought you were creaming for uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman. I am not. But I thought you were at one point. I have never thought this is a good idea. I have always maintained that Robert Pattinson would be a great Bruce Wayne, but I have skepticism about whether he could be a good Batman. That's exactly how I felt about Ben Affleck, to have it be confirmed. He's a great bat. You shut your whore mouth. He is, like, miles That's ahead exactly of Christian Bale. That's exactly how I Bale. felt about Ben Affleck. He's, he's miles better than Christian Bale. I wouldn't say miles. No fucking way. Miles. Are you kidding me? Miles. I think it's separated by that much. No way. I think he's the best Batman ever. Maybe Yards, but even that seems pushing it. I'm not he's even better than Michael he's Keaton. Better. He's yes, obviously I mean, better than George Clooney and Val Kilmer. George yes, Clooney yes. is like the bottom of the barrel, though. So you're not really not George really Clooney is the worst Batman. You know what's funny about that movie? So like, in every other movie, Batman kind of does something to kind of like throw his voice so that you can't tell that who it is. But in Batman Robin, when he, when he's Batman, George Clooney just talks as though he's George Clooney. Like, how does <laughs> no one figure this out? <laughs> Do you want to know? And George Clooney has a movie really that I want to see. I just picture like the fantastic Mister Fox in a Batman. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I- do you want to see Batman is directed by Rob Zombie starring Walter Goggins as Batman? Not Walton Goggins. Who that's a good that's a good question. In Rob Zombie's Batman, who would play Batman? I mean I can't the Ooh. He would probably cast the guy that he is has in all of his movies. I don't know if he can play that. (laughs) I don't know if he could either, but Rob Zombie would go for it. Sid Haig as Batman? Yeah, or maybe him. He'd probably play Bane. Who plays Alfred, that's what I want to know. He would obviously play the Joker. He already has... It would just be Captain Spaulding as the Joker. True, true. And then Alfred would be played by... I mean, Bill Mosley could play... Walter. I mean, he could play uh, uh, Alfred? Fucking, yeah, Alfred. I want to see Danny Trejo. Well, Who's no. Danny Trejo playing? Danny Trejo is obviously the the Scarecrow. 
He's the same character as he was in Halloween. He's just that the guy in the psychiatric ward, except he's in uh, uh, he's in Arkham now. <laughs> I listened to you, Bruce. <laughs> I was good to you, Joker. I was good to you. I have no idea who could play Batman in a Rob Zombie movie. That's tough. That's a... I have no idea. You would actually get to see Batman, like, screw all the women that come on to him. It wouldn't just be implied. You'd actually get to see it. He's into butt stuff, too. Like his butt? Maybe the kid that plays... Or other people's butts. Bruce Wayne uses anal beads. <laughs> I mean, you don't do that rich and not use anal beads, you know? That's true. If you can do anything, you're doing butt stuff, too. Yes. It's probably on camera, and Alfred just watches. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, nothing you guys want to mention? Nothing before we wrap up here? I mean, this was a historic week in film history. Do tell. Why? Uh, Indiana Jones 5 started filming, and so did Jackass 4. This is a historic day (laughs) in film history. Is Harrison Ford still playing Indiana Jones? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, he's just going to be so pissed the entire film. He's just going to be like a pissed off Indiana Jones. Every single interview I see him. 78 years old. He looks so grumpy, dude. I know. Because everyone keeps calling him to come and play these roles that are 40 years old. And he just wants to be left the fuck alone. (laughs) Did you see like his quote where like somebody asked him if he was a force ghost in Star Wars? And he said, I don't know what that is, and I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's incredible. That is, like, the one person from the new trilogy that I would want to interview. This is Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford. What are your feelings on the new trilogy? I don't fucking care. Well, he definitely didn't watch them, first of all. (laughs) He definitely took, like, his $10 million paycheck and just was like, all right, thank you. I'll yeah. be comfortable until I die. Yeah, for sure. Which I feel like that's all Indiana Jones is going to be. Like, how can... Like, he can't do stunts. He'll fucking die. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it'll be, like, a mentor type of thing. I have no idea what the premise is about. They should. I don't think they've revealed... But if, it's, if we're going mentor, then they should bring back Shia LaBeouf. Are they not? I don't think so. Hmm. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know how you introduce aliens and then, like, just not talk about that again. I would just ignore it like it never happened. Dude, they acknowledged they like, the will. actual existence of Jesus Christ through a holy grail. I guess there's a lot of stuff they just sort of gloss over and never talk about. Pandora's box. 
I, I mean, yeah, basically every movie they re- unveil something that's pretty historic and they never talk about it again. They can just that's do whatever true, so they I guess, want. <laughs> so I guess I don't know why the pits would be any different. <laughs> I would like to see this next one they do be a crossover between that and Transformers. He finds an Autobot? In he, finds, he finds the, the cube from the, from the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> He finds the cube. I just want to see a scene of Indiana Jones riding in Optimus Prime. And he's like trying to whip Decepticons and shit with his like trusty whip. He's like, watcha, watcha. Give me that. I mean, there's no there's no doubt that that movie is going to be terrible. But Chris, are you actually excited for a new Jackass movie? I love Jackass, Jackass without you know? without Bam Margera. He's not. I in know. It. Oh, that's sad. I don't. Oh no. I mean, Jackass hit its peak with Jackass. Jackass three wasn't the same. I don't know, dude. I mean, I, I'm still gonna watch it. I just don't know if it's gonna be as good because their glory days are long gone. Don't think it's gonna be funny to watch old men hurt themselves? It just that's what I was yeah, gonna say. Like. I I think it would just make me sad. Like, Johnny <laughs> you don't have to do that. Please. Wait, Johnny Knoxville, like, maybe it's just going to be, like, really tame things, like they eat a jalapeno and then have to chase it with water or something. I just, like, they, just they, like, they oh, set... My heartburn, my acid reflux. They have to do All the I'm cinnamon challenge. Is That's they... their big <laughs> finale. I'm just saying, like, jackass... Two was incredible, and then I feel like Eric Andre just took what they did and kind of ran with it. And if they do it now, it's kind of just gonna be like old timers in a game that is completely changed. Because Eric Andre is definitely the face of that kind of comedy now. Do you but think it's, it's also it's like there's also something about Jackass Two that can't be recreated? Because it was a bunch of like coked out drunk assholes hurting each other, and everyone now is sober, and like, it's just it's not going to be fun. I, I bet they could recapture that type of magic, and I'd love to see it. It's just I don't know, dude. Maybe I'm applying way too much like meaning to it, and it's just going to be what it is. And if it is, I'll be excited. But I don't know. I'm I'm. It's going to be a wait and see type situation. The only thing that I really want them to do, like if they do this, the movie is, in my eyes is, is a success. Is it stay up past, stay awake past 10 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> I want them to bring back, like the gag where they like, they try to like get someone to enter a room or like to read something, and then like the big hand comes out and like slaps them. <laughs> that's all I want because I think that's the best bit. Except for medicine ball dodgeball. Oh medicine gosh. ball dodgeball is good. In the back of a moving like moving van. See, like if Johnny Knoxville did that shit. today, I would just feel bad for him. Like, why are you doing this? How badly do you really need the money? <laughs> badly, they're doing a fourth one. What kind of financial decisions have you made in your life that leads you to be fifty-two years old and making Jackass four? Does he have kids? Can't you just make another bad grandpa movie? I mean, you're basically there. <laughs> no, no. Do Walking Tall too. <laughs> They're not doing another Men in Black movie that you can be in? 
as part of the sequel. Oh man. They I don't know because they did the they did that movie a couple years ago where like he opened an amusement park. It had like a plot to it, but also those like crazy bits too. I thought that was a super interesting idea, and I kind of enjoyed it. Action. That was based on real life. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. There was, I think it was in like New Jersey or something. There was an actual park that existed that was like deemed as like extreme, and like a lot of kids like got hurt. I don't know if anyone died, but a lot of kids got like really hurt. I don't know if they can recapture. If they can do that again, I'd enjoy it because that was a good movie. I mean, Action like, the... mm-hmm. I enjoyed it at least. I mean, it's probably going to be a lot of like punching and kicking in the balls because, like, what do they need that for at this age? Like, yeah, it's going to be low hanging fruit, so to speak. Definitely is. There's going to be another Spike Jones as an old lady dressed up getting naked in the middle of the street. I hope so. What if this is directed by Spike Jones? I was just gonna say, what if this is Spike Jones's return to feature films, Jackass Four? <laughs> is there is there a director announced to it to uh, for Jackass Four? Oh, probably the same guy that did the rest of them. I mean, I don't really know as if one directs Jackass 4. I think they kind of either just, like, follow you with the camera or they just put one, set it up, and do the stunt. It's set up for later this year, too. Well, I would doubt there's much production needed. Is Johnny Knoxville even in it? Yeah. Hmm. Got gray hair, man. Johnny's got gray hair. That's weird to yeah, see. He's two. I know. I don't know, man. It's crazy exactly. to me that there are kids these days that don't know who Johnny Knoxville is. Probably. Oh, Eric Andre is going to be in it. I hope he is. Yeah, it's directed by Jeff Tremaine, who did the rest of them. Exactly. You get, you'll see it. Yeah. I'll see it, yeah. Will you see it in theater? No. No. Yes. Oh, gosh, yeah. If everything's back to normal by then, I'll go see it in theaters. Everything's back to normal now, Chris. Yeah, but it's not. You don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to do anything. Yeah, it's not the same, though. Oh, here we go. On... Oh boy. Uh, trivia for Jackass 4. Johnny Knoxville and Steve were both hospitalized on the second day of filming by jumping on a full speed treadmill with band equipment. Like a fucking tuba, said Bam Margera. Oh my I mean, that sounds up about the alley running on a treadmill with a tuba. <laughs> Oh. I don't know, boys. Oh, yeah. this is new. Uh, so I guess I thought that he just like decided not to do it. 
Apparently, Paramount Pictures removed Bam Margera from Jackass 4 due to his personal behavior. Oh, interesting. And his personal behavior includes... Probably being a drunk asshole. I see. Hmm, interesting. I'm sure I'll end up reviewing it. I hope so. I hope so, too. All right, well, anything, anything, last chance, do you guys want to mention anything before we uh, sign off here? I'm good. Kind of a shorter episode this week. An hour and a half. What are we doing next week? What comes out? To be determined. St. Mods on Hulu, isn't it? I think so. You could do The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, No. <laughs> oh, did you guys watch the Eternals trailer? Nope. No. It looks dun, 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 uh, aggressively mediocre. Really? I can't imagine a movie featuring characters I've never heard of being aggressively mediocre. Odd casting think, choices uh, for a lot of them I saw. There's like, what, Camille Nanjiani, there's uh, yep. Angela Jolie in there. <laughs> he did get ripped. Uh, some other people I'd never even heard of. Directed by the woman who did Nomadland. Chloe Zhao? Say her name. I just... just very interesting. I, I, I don't know. I probably will not end up seeing it, but I'm interested to oh, see Richard what... Madden? Barry oh, Keegan? Right. Kit Harrington? Salma Hayek, Brian Tyree Henry. This is an up-and-coming star-studded cast. I feel like film Twitter is going to love it. I think that this movie is going to suck. And then Wave 12 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be in big trouble. I don't know. I have a picture. I have a feeling it's going to be loved. Except where, wherever this Loki show is, that looks terrible too. That's coming to Disney Plus. Yes. It sure is. Could do Corella. That's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm not no, watching I, that, Chris. You got to pay thirty dollars to see it. Oh, that's bull. Never mind then. Yeah. And you couldn't pay me thirty dollars to see it. Rich and I went to watch it the other night, and that's how we ended up watching The Woman in the Window. Um, but I'm I'm throwing out Saint Maud if you guys are interested. It's also like only like eighty minutes long, so that what's sounds Saint, perfect. What's Saint what? Maud? Um, I don't you exactly. You just gotta watch it, Chris. Yeah, you just gonna have to watch it, Chris. Not saying anymore. All right, jeez. It's on Hulu. I don't know. We can talk about it. I'm up for whatever, honestly. Just not uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Is that out? Yeah, that's in theaters right now. Oh, I just can't. I don't want to go to the theaters. I might, I might end up seeing it this weekend just to go. I'm curious. It's we weird. can do a Hall I... of Fame review. We haven't done one of those in a while. You can do that, too. With anything. Whose choice is it, anyways? Who was last? Mm, it was me. So, so does that make it Chris's turn? Sure. 
Mm, no. Yeah. No, it makes it my turn. Because sure. you're last. I'm it last? Goes me, it goes me, Chris, and then you. So it would be True. my turn. So I guess it is your turn, yeah. The thought of a... The thought of a Hall of Fame episode sounds a lot more appetizing now, doesn't it? Now that it's your well, fucking but... choice. <laughs> I'm up for whatever. We can talk about it. But until then, as always, thanks for joining us this week. Keep staying safe out there. We'll be next. We'll be back next week. Bye bye. <laughs>